Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium in training. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we go on our paranormal investigations, ghost hunting trips, and crossing over earthbound spirits along the way. This is Ghosties. Hello. Guess what day it is? My birthday. It's Christina's birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christina's birthday. Yeah. I'm recording. I know. I'm so excited. We made a fun TikTok. We did. I'm going to try to get it on Ghosties if I can. I love that. I should be able to upload it there regardless because it's saved on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Yep. And we're going to go have Mexican food and a margarita. I am so excited. We've been talking about that since, like, before I got pregnant with Logan, I think. Yes. Mm -hmm. That we couldn't wait. It's been over a year. (sighs) In this Rona. Time has flown so fast. I know. Dipping and dodging this Rona in these streets. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. This is the second (laughs) birthday of yours I've been able to celebrate. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yours is coming around the corner, too. Oh, Lord. Six months. (laughs) It is. Uh, What did we do last year for your birthday? Um. Did we get... Is that the day we got Mexican? <gasps> okay. <Yeah. laughs> it just did that's not fare right. well for me and my pregnant belly that's not supposed to have soft cheeses. And we're just going to leave it at that because we had all Bunch that yummy heart. queso dip. It was so delicious. It was delicious. But man, did it. It did it not was serve not you. Said, yeah. I should have known that. <laughs> After being pregnant with Jackson and then my stomach just being in shambles that night, yeah. it, I should not have. And then, yeah. Anyways. Girl. So we're going to go get Mexican this year, and I'm not pregnant, so maybe I can have all of the queso dip and a margarita. I cannot mm. wait. I've been tasting that margarita all week. Do you get it frozen or on the rocks? On the rocks. Same. With salt? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Ugh, it's one of wait. my favorites. I feel like we've been talking forever. It's been a minute and 50 seconds. Truly. You know what you have to talk about, though, right? What? Which part? What thing? Uh, what you saw this week at the beach. Oh! Girl. You know, I kind of doubted my sanity a little bit after that, if I'm being honest. You're not the only one that saw it. True. True. So, guys, okay. In case you didn't catch the Ghosties uh, live stream that I did for the 30 seconds that I was able to keep my composure. Um, So, I go to, like, this small beach um, that's close to my house pretty much every day. Um, and anybody that's local to the, the Tidewater area knows this beach. It's Huntington Beach, right across from the James River Bridge. Um, but on this particular day, uh, I it's funny. I had set an intention with my guides. I was like, I'm going to have a really magical, cool, paranormal experience for my birthday. They delivered. Girl. So I'm <laughs> getting out of my car. Yeah, I'm getting out of my car um, at Huntington Beach. I'm putting the chair like over my back. And this lady comes running up from the parking lot. And she's like, girl, girl, do you see that? Do you see that out in the water? I was like, no, because I didn't. I didn't see it. Finally, I looked up and there was, y'all are going to think I'm crazy, but this is what I saw. It was a snake head. It looked like a big snake head with a curved neck that stuck up out of the water near where the James River Bridge you was. just stop yourself. And I could not believe what I was seeing because I've never seen anything like it before, at least not in like real life I've seen it in books and I was like I mean to be very frank I said holy shit what is that (laughs) so um we kept watching it she got out her phone and started live streaming on one of you know her social media platforms 
But what really got our attention was the size of it. The head was over towards the James River Bridge, but its tail end section was over by those power lines that are across from the bridge. The thing was massive. So we watched it until it finally swam underneath the it's bridge just... again. But I it, truly, guys, I was speechless. I started messaging Missy and I was like, you're never going to believe what I saw. You're not going to believe it. And I mean, I went and did a live stream after that. Came home shaking like a leaf because I just had to come home. I couldn't even sit there for longer because I was so out of sorts afterwards. I so. just, I'm sad that I wasn't there. Truly. Truly. And that I, you didn't have your phone. I'd be I was talking like, to Kyle. What in God's name would possess you to go to the beach by yourself or anywhere without your phone? And you're like, oh, I just it was, <laughs> fell out of my car. I'm like, no. I know. I had been talking to Kyle on the way into the beach on the phone. So I had left my phone in the center console uh, before I came in. So when she was starting to live stream, I was like, oh shit, I gotta get my phone. I shouldn't keep cursing or have to put an explicit. I know. I keep looking at you like, if you curse one more time. I know. I know. But anyway, I didn't have my phone. By the time I grabbed my phone, the thing had swum underneath the bridge. But it's crazy. Just crazy. I still can't do it that TikTok. Still? Nope. Somebody out there tell me why, if my settings are allowed duets and stitches, why somebody else can't do it or stitch. And why all of a sudden did my comments, allowing comments, get turned off? Somebody let me know. Somebody out there. Write that down. In the TikTok world. <laughs> Write that down. All right, so what are we talking about today? Spirit guys. Yes. I'm yeah. so excited about this episode. I know. I'm really excited too because um, some of you, actually, probably know, well, maybe one person that listens to this might know, but I um, recently left my job mm-hmm. and yes. it was taking <laughs> it was taking up a lot of I guess my mental space or spirit connection I just didn't yeah have the time um to meditate really or the energy I think um, you didn't have the energy yeah I think it was the energy because I could have made the time but it was just I don't know my life was it's taking up a lot of mental space. It was taking up a lot of mental space. And it's like all of a sudden I felt so clear. And so I've been meditating every morning and getting information in my, when I journal, um, that's pretty relevant. Um, mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm um, a lot. I need to stop that. Oh. There's something else I've been saying recently that I realize I say too much. I got to stop. I'm like You that. know, or something. I think it's one of those. I'm like that with, uh, uh, um, um. uh, you know, um, you know, um, um, so you know, um. There we go again. Uh, so <laughs> I sat down the other day and I don't know why, but I was said something about or was thinking about my guide, my um, bouncer, if you will, Troy. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I saw this guy with his arms crossed and these big muscles and dark hair. He was like chewing gum and winked at me. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, say, say what, what are you, what's your state, your business? So I was like, I think that's Troy. And then, um, I saw like a monk suit or a monk outfit and that was Colin, my main guide. And then I saw, um, James, he was kind of like stuttering and like had almost like a, uh, Jimmy Buffett parrot head. Okay. I won't say a Hawaiian shirt, but one of those printed shirts, maybe even with fish on it. Okay. So he was like that, and then I was like, well, what about Cordelia? And then she said, practically perfect in every way. And that was a reference to Mary Poppins. Yeah. Yeah, So 
this oh, all came wow. to me the other day, and we had already thought about doing an episode on connecting with spirit guides. So I thought it was really funny that right before this episode, they were like, "Hey, hello, hello, here's <laughs> what we look like." And then they've also been. I asked for them to send me a certain combination of numbers the other day for a yes or a no answer, mm-hmm. and they delivered within minutes. Yep, it was insane. Yep, I really think that. You just needed that space cleared in your life. Yeah. It was taking up too much Didn't room. Didn't I that wasn't it, though? Oh, it was. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, not going to put any information out there because I don't want to be in breach of my contract. Like a ball and chain. <laughs> so we're just going to leave it at that. And a lot of you don't even know where I worked anyway, so it wouldn't matter. But yeah. anyways. Yeah. Have you ever seen a low-down, dirty shame? No. It's, sorry, it's this movie from the 90s, and uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is in it, and she says something, and she's like, that will make you jobless, officeless, peachesless, because her name is Peaches. So <laughs> when I told Shannon what was going on, I said, so I'm jobless, officeless, peachesless. <laughs> and willingly so. Yeah. Mm. And we're back. Did you put all those shelves up yourself, or do they come like that? Uh, Kyle did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just well, wondering. We're in our red room, y'all. And I've never asked that question. Before. <laughs> just noticing. Usually, I'm too freaked out. Do you notice anything? Now that I'm looking at them, I'm wondering if you put them on upside down. <laughs> Do you see it now? Yes, but I like it because it means you know it might be safe for some of the smaller <laughs> ones if they topple. I just realized that. You know what? Let the man live. <laughs> Let you him put live. Upside down. Maybe. I don't know. All right, guys. So let's get right into the meat of our spirit guides episode. So I'm going to talk about what spirit guides are, how they relate to your life, what they do in your life, um, and how you can connect with them. And first off, I want to say, this is just what's worked for me. There are lots of different ways to connect with your spirit guides from while you're working out, when you're cleaning your house, when you're in the shower. In the shower. That's a lot of times Mm -hmm. me. Because remember, in the beginning for you, you had a terrible time connecting to them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, absolutely horrible. I think I had to give up this notion that they were going to show up in front of me and that I was going to see them and hear their voice. And yes. that's what bothers me more than anything yes. is that I cannot hear them talk to me. Yes. It is all, right, it's all like an internal monologue and yes. that makes people question themselves. So I'm yes. like, no, it's just me. It's yes. just me. But... You know, when I have them show me numbers and signs and things, and that comes through, then that gives me more confidence and has better helped me to be like, okay, yes. this is how we're going to communicate. Not everybody communicates the same. Exactly. Exactly. And that's something really great to preface all of this conversation with. This is just my experience. It, it might not be yours. Your guides might communicate and connect with you in a completely different way. So if this doesn't resonate and this information hasn't worked for you thus far, definitely keep doing what works for you. All right, so spirit guides. Spirit guides are why I tell people often that they are never alone. I hear this from people coming for readings a lot. They're like, I just feel so alone in my life. And we are never truly alone. Physically, we might feel like we're alone, but we're really not. Our spirit guides are with us from birth to death. And I think that's so special that we come into this life with how hard this life is. Um, probably feeling really alone and disconnected from spirit um, and our family that we've left on the other side. Um, 
but to have you know those folks that have our back from birth to death when we come into this life i think is so special so what are spirit guides um spirit guides are actual human beings that lived an actual life here on earth um, that have entered into a soul contract with us while we're still on the other side um, and my own spirit guides have said most people's spirit guides are some of their best friends, some of their besties that were on the other side with them. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, some of them also we picked because they have a specific skill set that will be helpful for us in this life. Um, so for instance, uh, my protector guide, Miguel, is a Spanish or was a Spanish <laughs> conquistador. <laughs> you need to watch our Instagram reel or our TikTok if you want to know <laughs> <laughs> he was a Spanish conquistador in his life. And one of the things that he spent most of his life doing was fighting. Um, you know, it, he fought a lot in his life. Um, so when I started working exclusively with him, he started teaching me uh, a bit more about people's body language, about the things that they say. Oh, wow. Um, because he said that a lot of times you can catch either a violent or contentious situation way before it ever happens oh, wow. by some of the body language that people exert around you I or to you and That's by funny. some of the things that they say. Right. Um, because I grew up in, a, in <clears throat> an abusive household. So when I left that, for years and still to a degree even now, I think I still carry some of that residual fear that I had with me in life by not feeling safe in my home. So he's been teaching me how I can catch some of those signs, you know, from people in my external. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. He he often tells me he's like people are way more conniving than you give them credit for. <laughs> and truly that's they what he are. says with his Spanish accent. <laughs> I'm not gonna try. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but one of the other things that he helps me with um, is being able to dismantle fear from my life. Um, and I think by doing that, he's showing me all of these ways to better gain control, but also to release control. Ooh. Yeah. Can he come help me? I know. <laughs> I know. I need a Q&A with Miguel. I know. Um you know, and again, my life is no, nowhere near as intense as it was, you know, earlier on in my life, but he's still teaching me how to kind of relax a little bit, but also kind of be, you know, this fearless warrior like he was. So an analogy, some of you are probably like, I still don't get what a spirit guide is. Right. So an analogy that my guides gave me about what exactly a spirit guide is, they showed me a TV anchor on TV. And they said, those TV anchors are always wearing an earpiece that connects them with their TV producer up in the control room. And that producer is just steadily chirping away in their ear during the broadcast, telling them what their next thing is to say, what, how to move, you know, all of these different things. And they said, basically, we are your spiritual producer up in the control room, chirping in your I ear. I love that. Mm -hmm. By the way, I'm recording like reels and stuff, so oh. like, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> I'm trying to put content out while, while you're talking. <laughs> that's fine. I figured that's what you were yes. doing. But I thought that was really cool. They were like, you know, we're never going to violate your free will. We're never going to tell you you have to do something unless you're in danger, obviously. Ah. But they said, think of us that way. We are your spiritual TV producer up in the control room with a different vantage point than you have. So we can tell it's Ruby walking okay, behind you. Okay, like, hello? <laughs> what, you, what you doing? I know. Um, all right, so before I 
talk about how to connect with your guides, one of the biggest pieces of advice that I can give you is to start high in terms of the uh, vibrations that you work with uh, in spirit. So what do I mean by that? If you start working immediately with earthbound spirits or low vibrational entities, you're going to get used to how they feel in your space. Okay. okay. But it's so much easier to be able to tell that they're low vibrational entities if you've been working with high vibrational entities first, because you get to know how the good ones feel. Right. When you get to know how they feel and understand, you know, because as you know, when we're around angels or high vibratory beings well. like archangels, ascended masters, things like that, their vibration is so much higher than ours. <laughs> when they come into our space and get close to our auric field, it can make you kind of jittery. It feels like you just drank like three Red Bulls. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It'll make you feel super jittery, yeah. like a big adrenaline rush. And it can be scary in the beginning because you can think, okay, wait a minute, is this something good or bad? Yep. Um, you have to like really stop and like breathe and think about it. Yes. And that's the hardest thing for me. Yes. Which we should probably address is like having like ADD and anxiety. So like, it's just so overwhelming yes. that you don't know how to take a minute and like, okay, just breathe. Yeah. What exactly do you feel? Right. Yeah. Right. It can exactly. be overwhelming. Absolutely. Yeah. So my biggest piece of advice is to start with high vibrational beings. Start with your spirit guides. Start with angels, your guardian angel, archangels, ascended masters. If you start low, it's harder. It's just working backwards and take my word for it because I started. And it can backwards. be trouble. Yes. You write <laughs> a lot of, you know, semi bad things. and. Well, that's the thing. Because a lot of people are like, I'm too scared to co connect with my guides or with spirit because I don't want to connect with a trickster spirit or a low vibratory entity like a demon or yeah. something. And I totally get that. But if you already understand and know what your guides and high vibratory beings feel like, then you're going to be able to tell something that's lower from a mile away. Yeah. Because good spirits aren't going to make your stomach cramp up. Good spirits aren't going to give you an immediate headache or make you feel nauseated. Good spirits aren't going to make you feel like you have to immediately leave the space that you're Abort. in. Abort. Abort. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's my big piece of advice to start. So the way I started connecting with my own spirit guides is I set that intention with them. I would get a journal and I would write every day in the top of my journal entry. I wish to connect with my spirit guides. I want to see you more. I want to feel you more. I want to receive more from you in terms of information. Um, I want to be able to hear you better. And I found that once I started setting those clear intentions with them, I started experiencing them more. Ooh. It started in my sleep state. I, I would maybe I don't set intentions enough. They know. <laughs> they know. They're like, listen, yeah. tapping me on the head. Hello, hello, hello. hello. <laughs> but that's what I would do. I would start setting um, intentions, and I would start reciting those affirmations each day that I wanted to experience them more and get to know them. So then uh, when I connected with my teacher, Ashley, um, she gave me a really great piece of advice. She said, spirit guides are just like regular friends and regular relationships that you have in your life. You wouldn't just show up at your friend's house and expect to sit down with them for an hour and have a conversation. Sit down now. Talk right. To right. Unless it's an emergency, obviously. Right. But she was like, most people set a time and a date with their friends so that they can be prepared to have that conversation with each other. I think about that a lot. Yeah, think about that a lot, how you're like, you know, tell them to meet tomorrow. And I'm like, well, what if I forget? And then here I am, and now I'm like, well, I'm getting nothing. But I still do that sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I will forget. Um, 
But she told me basically set a time and date with spirit, like your spirit dates. Say, hey, tomorrow at 9.30, I'm gonna sit down in meditation in this space in my house, meet me there. And I found that once I was starting to get consistent with that, they would start showing up in my space in that time. I need like a blackout box. Like I can go sit in, even though that's scary, but that nothing else can like influence because as soon as I hear a noise or see a car <laughs> drive by, I'm like, squirrel, shiny object. Hello? Yeah. So I have so many like outside influencing factors that really mess up my ability to like connect with them. You know what I started doing? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'll be able to do this with the boys, but um, I, cause I was the same way. I would put a sleep mask on and put earbuds in my ears. That would be fine. But yeah. I, it also kind of scares me. It <laughs> takes me back to Matthew ah, sitting oh, on the yeah. beach and ah, remember like <laughs> how you reached over just to like get my attention and I about came out of she my skin. came out of her skin. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we had the mask on and the, the beat headphones. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you're really like getting into it and then all of a sudden something touches you and yeah. seriously yard sale (laughs) sensory deprivation almost yeah but yeah that helped me a little bit in the beginning um all right so you have started setting your spirit dates with your guides you're showing up in the same place every day to connect with them start meditating each day during this time um start doing a grounding meditation and during that grounding meditation set the intention with them Come forward, step into your space, and once you're done with that meditation, say, I'm going to sit in meditation in silence, and whatever you want to tell me or show me, you know, step into my space during that time. Um, So once you do that, I would say my next big piece of advice is do not meditate in your bedroom, in your bed, if you can. Some people don't have that option just from the space, you know, and the square footage in their house. Um, but I would recommend meditating somewhere other than your bedroom. And here's why. First, uh, usually when you start meditating, a portal will open in that area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> to the no. no, no, no. I mean, and there's no big deal with a portal opening in, you know, wherever oh, that place is. Really? But till it booms in the middle of the night because your spirit guides are breaking through anyways. But what I will say is, um, you know, your spirit team are going to show up into that space anytime you are in that space because they think that you're ready to talk to them. So if you're meditating in your bed, in your room, when you go in there at night to sleep, your spirit team's going to rush in there thinking, okay, cool. She's ready to talk. So maybe I shouldn't receive messages in my shower. (laughs) Maybe that's why I hear (laughs) random things when I'm in the shower because spirit's like, now you said (laughs) you could talk here. But I will say, if you're going to do that, if we're going to meditate in your space, set specific spirit boundaries for when you're going to communicate with them. Okay? So... If your designated space is in your bed, that's cool. But just tell them, I'm only willing to communicate with you during these times. Bedtime is off limits. I don't want to be woken up in my sleep. Because trust me, they will wake you up in your sleep. No. (laughs) I've been woken up too many times. No. So, set some good spirit boundaries. When do you want to connect with your guides? Where in your house do you want to connect with your guides? How do you want to connect with them? How do you want to hear them or communicate? Um, And then start with your main spirit guides um, so that you can start getting that good foundation of talking with your main spirit guide and getting to know what their verbiage sounds like. Um, You know, and as Missy said earlier, it's going to start off sounding like your own internal monologue. Mm -hmm. But good ways to tell uh, 
that it's your guides and not you is they're going to use words like you should do this or we think or you need. Um, it's going to sound like an external source talking to you, even though the voice sounds like your own. Um, and the information will likely surprise you each time. Um, if you're surprised by what you hear and it's not something that you were thinking about randomly, that's claircognizance. They're giving you a little download of information. Um, I always have this like image of uh, like the Mac cloud over top of our heads and they just kind of push it into our crown chakra. Like right. they're giving us that little download. Um, so anyway, so set your spirit boundaries. When, where, how, and uh, in terms of how you want them to connect with you where in your house, what times do you want to connect? All of them are good uh, suggestions to think about. So some of you may be thinking, can you please just finally skip to the part where we're actually meeting our spirit guides? And I will say again, it's important to establish a firm boundary with this stuff. Um, I've, in, including myself, I was this person where I skipped to the connection part because I didn't know any better. I didn't have a teacher and one day in the middle of December, there was suddenly a house full of spirits in my house. I mean, just a, like a crowd of people is the best way I can describe it. I was awake until five o'clock in the morning until I finally woke Kyle up crying hysterically. Telling I think him, we told the story before. Yeah, I mean, I was hysterically crying. I did not know what to do. Um, they had the TV on trying to distract myself. I remember I was watching Mad Men, and they would superimpose their head and face that over, is insane. over the people on Mad Men. So. That is insane to me. Don't do it, y'all. <laughs> so anyway, so once you've established your spirit boundaries, set your intentions, and you've started meditating, you're going to go into your usual meditation spot at your established spirit date time and start asking specific questions. Um, you know, write them down in your journal and say, this is the question I want to focus on during my meditation. And then I would start by asking all of my spirit team to step out of my room with the except, with the exception of my main spirit guide. I would ask Thadamus to stay in the room with me during my meditation and everybody else to go out. And I would tell him, um, if you would, uh, I want to get to know how you feel when you're in my space. So I would ask him to stand on the opposite end, um, you know, of the wall that was across from me. And I would start taking some deep breaths and I would ask him to slowly start stepping towards me. I would count the steps with him until he was all the way in front of my work field. And then once he was there, I would ask him to place his hand inside my aura on top of my head. Um, and I'm saying this because each of your spirit guides and spirits in general have a physical calling card that you will feel in your body when they're around you. And for Thadimus, when he's near me, I feel this little pressure behind both of my ears, and I know that that's him. So you can do this with each of your guides. Have them step into your space and get to know how they feel, how that physical energetic calling card will feel in your own body. Um, so that you'll know, like, while you're randomly out at a grocery store, if you feel that feeling, you'll know, okay, my guides are in my space. I'm okay. This isn't, you know, I'm not feeling a brain tumor. <laughs> I'm feeling my guides. Well, I needed it. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Unbitten skin. Unbitten skin. Couldn't be me uh, with hypo, uh, the hypochondriac. <laughs> but I'm the same way. I'm like that, too. So I did that with each of my guides. I would take a day and I would ask Thadimus to step into my auric field so that I can get to know what that energy signature feels like. 
Um, and then I would ask him the question that I had written down and intended for the day. And whatever words, symbols, images, um, impressions that I got, I would write them down in my journal. And then, as Missy was saying earlier, I would set a specific symbol as my validation symbol um, or a sign with them. I would ask them, okay, um, you know, for instance, it would be in the middle of summer and I would say, okay, uh, show me Santa Claus if what I saw during my meditation is correct mm -hmm. and right. And within a couple of hours that day, I would see Santa Claus. I remember I would set one for a leprechaun um, <laughs> and all of a sudden one morning Jackson's like, I want to watch the Mickey Rainbow episode and I've never seen it. And I'm like, where am I going to find this? So I looked on YouTube and it's only like five minutes long. Mm -hmm. It's a short. It's not even a full episode. Yeah. And all of a sudden I look up and Pete, I don't know if you know who Pete is. He's one of the characters, but he's, he's big. He uh -huh. reminds me of, I don't even know what he is. He's not goofy, but he's like big. Okay. He's a big fat guy. Okay. He was dressed as a leprechaun. Oh my god! And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what are the odds? He, has, he had never before asked me for the Mickey Rainbow episode. I'm like, what even is this? Where did you see it? It's five minutes long. I Mickey know. episodes are 30 minutes long. So mm -hmm. where did you ever see this five minute clip of Mickey and the rainbow? Yeah. I, but see, that's an example, guys. Yeah. Like, you want to pick something that you know you're not going to see in your immediate environment. Oh, yeah. I picked, what did I pick one night? Penguin or something? Yeah. And there was a show that Jackson used to watch called Louie. And we're, I just turned it on one night, and I'm sitting there with him, and all of a sudden I look up, and there it's the Penguin episode. And he oh, yeah. never watches that show anymore. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> all right. It was a sign yeah. I didn't want either, but. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's a way that you can communicate back and forth while you're still getting to know how they sound, um, you know, how to receive messages. It's a great way to get validation by setting a specific symbol. Um, so then, lastly, the more that you interact with your spirit guides, the more you'll notice that certain guides have that specific calling card uh, that you're going to feel physically while they're in your space. Um, and you'll notice that different uh, particular types of species of spirits will feel differently. Like, for instance, um, angels make my muscles twitch. Um, and, like, for instance, when Amelia's in my space, she'll make my third eye kind of, like, tickle. Ooh. So it's interesting. Um, they all have, like, different little, little calling cards. Um, but you can sit in meditation and, again, set the intention to find out what each of their calling cards are, what their names are. You can ask them, what's your name? Whatever pops in your head first is your answer. Don't second-guess yourself because that's the biggest thing that you're going to find oh in gosh. the beginning. All the time. Don't second-guess yourself. Trust yourself. Um, and by setting those validation symbols, you'll be able to learn to trust yourself more by what you receive from them. Mm -hmm. And be patient. Definitely be patient. You've gone your entire life till this point not even knowing that you had spirit guides. And now that you've discovered them and you're interested in connecting, it's going to take some time to reprogram your mind. So. And we're back. Get it, get it, get it, get it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit Sorry about us. Yeah. Yep. Well, that was, uh, that was what I had to say so far, y'all. This is really good. Guides. This was a really good episode. And you know what? I think this is what a lot of people want to hear about, too. They yeah. want to know how to connect to spirit. Mm -hmm. Fast forward me there, which there is no real fast forward button in the world of mediumship, which all of us impatient people have learned. Yeah. Some of us the hard way. Mm -hmm. Some of us are still waiting. I will say, too, guys, like, 
because a lot of people are like you know that are really interested in mediumship and connecting to spirit because it's kind of all the rage right now and um you know it's become trendy so mm -hmm. everybody wants to learn to do it but mm -hmm. they don't really want to learn the foundation that mm -hmm. keeps you safe while you do it um and that's my biggest piece of advice to y'all um there's lots that goes into this work and there's lots that goes into it to keep you safe, you know, energetically, physically. Y'all, yeah. um, I heard a scream in my shower the other night and I thought it was one of my boys and I rushed out of that shower so quick and both of their doors were still shut and I saw, went and saw Mike and I was like, did one of them scream? And he was like, no. Like that, if you're, if you're not ready to like have things enter your space and your energy, and I set a lot of protection. Yeah. Um, not all day long, but every night before bed. And I tell people that I'm like every night before bed because of that one story you told oh, yeah. about the spirit showing up in the middle of the night. Yeah. I, I can't handle it. Yeah. So I set a lot of protection and I'm very, I wanted this to happen fast. I wanted it to happen fast. I'm like everybody else. I have known you for a little over a year, mm -hmm. and I'm still not where I want to be. It mm -hmm. is a an ongoing, and she just, and she's been working hard on it too, y'all. Like it's not even like she hasn't been working on it. Like bless her heart, when she got pregnant with Logan, everybody told her your gifts are gonna like explode, you know, while you're pregnant. And I think because you got so scared in the beginning, yeah, there was you know, this little block in front of you. Well, we, I don't know if we told, have we told the story about Holly? I don't think so. About, well, so I found out I was pregnant and, um, we went and investigated Hollywood Cemetery. And I don't know if that was the first time we went or the second time. Um, but I was very early in my pregnancy. And so we got back to Christina's house and we'd had a weird day. And all of a sudden I felt like I was getting cramps and I was like, this is, strange it's not good and i mm -hmm. my mood just went down the drain i was supposed to go to my stepdaughter's little there was a little graduation thing that night and i just was like this does not feel right but i went home and i got ready and i showed up at um her mom's house and all of a sudden i started bleeding mm -hmm. and it was a lot mm -hmm. and i was like what did i do today in this spirit yes world that has now caused me to potentially miscarry mm -hmm. um now i had bleeding in the beginning with jackson too but it was completely different mm -hmm. it was not this much it was not yeah this i'm not going to go into detail uh, i don't want to trigger anybody but it was just a whole different experience and i swore i was losing logan mm -hmm. christina you know talked me off the ledge you know she talked to the guys and she would never tell me anything if it wasn't if she wasn't confident in the information. Mm -hmm. um, and she told me it was going to be okay. And it was. And obviously I have Logan. But it was. It's just this whole line. I don't call it a line of work. Lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You have to be ready to like. Take anything that comes your way with it. And know how to set up boundaries. And know how to put protection. And once that happened. It scared me. And like uh -huh. Christina says. She thinks. I almost hit a wall for a while. Yeah. Um, and she thinks that kind of like, you know, scared me to where I wasn't having as much of, um, happenings as I wanted to, but it was probably a good thing. I think you, just from the way that the guys had made me feel, it was like, it scared you so bad. You were like, okay, I've got to have tunnel vision until I 
I bring this boy into the world. Yeah. I've got to be able to get him in here. And yeah, because you just never know. And it was so early on. Oh, my gosh. It was. You had just told me. Yeah. I, mean, I had just it. found out. So I was like a fresh five weeks, you know, something very early. And so you know you have the rest of that time. Yeah. Because I dealt with that with Jackson, you know. I was always worried. Any little cramp or pinch or yeah. spotting, you know. So And it was just worse this time. And I'm like, oh, crap. I remember I told them. I was like, you have to tell me. If something isn't right, you've got to tell me. But then you have to tell me how to tell her. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to be accurate. This is not the stuff that I can just be spouting off and yeah. it's not right. This is yeah. life or death crap, you yeah. know. And you're very good about, you know, you're not going to be like, hey, you're going to die tonight. Hey. You might be like, hey, why don't you not go <laughs> to the movies? Or, I don't Maybe know. we shouldn't go to Portsmouth today. Yeah. <laughs> We've had that happen yeah. to where we were supposed to go um, certain places and then... The guys are like, no. Yeah, don't do that. You're not going to. No, you probably shouldn't. I mean, you can, but maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> Today isn't the day. You are not the one. They so. were like, oh, that's right. They said, um, you can go, but you need to be really vigilant while you're gone. And I was like, then we just shouldn't go. Because I was supposed to have both the boys, and it wasn't even like an investigation day, really. It was just a leisurely day in a haunted area. and mm-hmm. So... We're like, all right, let's not. Yeah, we, we're Thanks, good. Guys. We'll pass. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're good. If you're ever supposed to like go somewhere or see somebody and all of a sudden something really weird pops up and stops you, that can also be mm-hmm. a sign from spirit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you re- Okay, as we close this episode, this is one of the, the instances that really sticks out with me um, in terms of guys trying to get my attention and I wasn't really paying attention but it was registering sort of with me do you remember you were supposed to come in here and uh record episodes um for ghosties and our basement flooded yeah but like in the hours before the basement flooded i remember i was messaging missy and i could not get grounded i felt like i still had to like walk constantly around the house it was storming really bad outside and i remember I just felt like I could not rest. I couldn't stay seated. I needed to keep going and looking out the window. And the water rushing outside was really bothering me. Wasn't I, like, feeling some kind of way about recording you that issue? I was like, are we supposed to record? You were. Well, then, um, I mean, I just felt like something wasn't right. And I couldn't really, I couldn't get comfortable. Like, emotionally, physically, I just felt like I was on, like, high alert. We were supposed to go to Richmond. That's right. Yeah. We That's were supposed right. to go to Hollywood Cemetery mm-hmm. and you were going to be gone from your house. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember I was walking up the steps and I was talking to Missy on Facebook Messenger. I was like, I don't know why, but something just doesn't feel right. I don't understand why I can't get comfortable. You know, why can't I stop pacing this house? And I started hearing this noise from down in our basement. So I walked down into the basement, and it it sounded like an aquarium in our basement. Like, there was water rushing from the outside because the ground water level had risen to such an extent that it was rushing into the basement. And I remember I sent Missy a message. I was like, you're never going to believe this, but our basement's flooding. We can't do this today. Yeah, we were supposed to go to Richmond. Yeah. So if I had left the house and gone to Richmond, then our whole basement would have flooded, if not more. Because most of the people in the neighborhood, their basement's completely flooded. Ugh. Have tons of damage. But we caught it just in the right amount of time. Yeah. I called Kyle. He was at work. And I was like, you got to go get a wet vac and come home right now because I've got to have help. So we had just enough time to put down stuff on the floor and kind of create a barrier. And by the time he got home, 
We shop vacked for hours until it's You shop vacking all the live long day. <laughs> <laughs> you were. But yeah, I remember that too that morning. I was like, I didn't really want to go to Richmond. I'm like, why don't I want to go? Mm-hmm. So I was waiting on you to like call it and then. <laughs> so you're never going to believe this. Yeah. There's water rushing into the basement. Yeah. But I didn't know why I didn't want to go. I was just feeling some kind of way. I'm like, oh, I don't know. But if I had thought about it long enough, I should have gotten out either like my cards or my pendulum and done some divination and asked them, or should we go? Yeah. I mean, up until that point, I had never asked them, should Weren't we they be being doing silent this? too? Yeah. Was that the day they were being kind of silent? Yeah. Like they were just kind of hovering. Like, yeah, they weren't really saying the whole time, but like, it was like, we're not saying anything. We're just saying, <laughs> we're just going to stand right here. But it was almost like they were like, you need to figure this out for yourself as to why you're feeling uncomfortable mm-hmm. so that when you feel this feeling again, you will know that something in your external is about to happen mm-hmm. that you need to pay attention to. Now, you know. And then, like... The more you know. Well, and soon after that, I think it was that same summer. Um, remember when that guy pulled up in front of our house and took a picture of me? Yeah. And I immediately dropped my rake and started yelling. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you taking my picture? Delete that. Who are you? Yeah. And he was going to ignore me and drive away. So, it, weeks later, I couldn't figure out why I had reacted in the way that I did because... I'm not going to yell at you unless you're yelling at me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, it was like this fight or flight response almost. The, and the guy ended up deleting the picture too. Of once I like cornered him and made him talk to me. But weeks later in our neighborhood Facebook group, um, someone posted that he was like lurking around their house mm-hmm. taking pictures. So when that happened and I saw that, the guys were like, now you understand why you immediately went into this fight or flight because on an energetic level, you knew that he didn't need to be there and he was a predator. Mm, honey. So, yeah. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> this was good. Yeah. This was meaty. I this is going to be a, kind of a longer episode for us. I like it. I like it. I do. It was, it was a good one. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, y'all. Look at our TikToks. We recorded some TikToks today for ghosties. I know. Um, They're going to be good. There's a reel on Instagram. Ooh. Very Wait, nice. did you see that Old House Woods is up to 94? Yes. We almost had 100 listens for our first episode. Bam. Yeah. Bam. I know. People are probably like, I'm on 10,000 for our first episode, but whatever. We will be. And you spent <laughs> millions of dollars on equipment, and we didn't. With our phones. With our phones. Mm-hmm. Um, let's hope that when we go back, all of our audio is there. You are not even lying. I don't want to think about it. I hope so. I'll listen to it on the way home today. Okay. But post it anyways, I guess. I don't know. Should yeah. Listen before. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. We'll just post it. YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> well, find us on social media. TikTok. Instagram. Facebook. Uh, Pinterest. YouTube. I think that's it. Is that's that it. it? G- ghosties podcast at gmail.com the ghosties podcast at gmail.com email us your stories your questions yes comment on our posts we love questions we love to answer and we love to interact with everyone so thank yes. you for listening and happy birthday christina yeah bye, <laughs> bye.